You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. On today's show, we are going to dive into the busy, busy day in college hockey as Boston College lost four different players in the last 24 hours to the NHL. We're going to talk about that. We're going to jump into the news, and I want to give you a perspective on some of the new freshmen that are on the football team. And we're going to hear from Azar Abdul-Rahim and Matt Applebaum on three of the new freshmen and their perspectives on how practice is going with the three of them. So you're going to want to hear that in the last segment of the show. Now, news for today. I thought one of the funniest news stories, and I don't know if call it funny, but we're going to call it interesting stories uh, with Boston College, had to do with a uh, – Personnel, I was going to say player, but he's not a player. Martin Jarman, who is going, uh, his UCLA men's basketball team beat Michigan last night to make it to the Final Four. Now, I've talked to Jarman a handful of times when he was the AD at Boston College, and I had nothing but respect for him. He's a really great guy, and it was a bummer when he left to go to UCLA, but it's great to see him successful. You know, no, say what you will about anything about the program itself or what he did. Um, he's a great guy, and I think his future is huge in college athletics. Um, and so it's great to see UCLA, a, a basketball program with obviously with like John Wooden and that rich, rich history, get back into uh, the finals, which they haven't done in ages. So congratulations to Martin Jarman. Uh, that was great to see them get there. In hockey news, we'll get a little bit into that. Um, Thatcher Demko, a former Boston College goalie, just signed a humongous deal with the Vancouver Canucks for five years and $25 million. Now, the whole article that I wrote up is on bcbulletin.com. You can check that out. But for five years, $25 million, he only made $1.05 million the last two years on a bridge contract. So this is a huge deal for Demko, who's 12-12 and this year. He took over for Jacob Markstrom, who left to join the Calgary Flames at the end of last year. Demko has been the everyday uh, goalie. He's 12-12-1 and this year uh, with a I think it was a 91.2% save percentage. So congratulations, Demko. He is loaded now. So congratulations. That's a really good thing for him. And we're going to keep the hockey train rolling as well. Um, I loved, there was a quote that I saw that just made me chuckle. And as Boston College fans out there, I'm sure you all will laugh at this too. Uh, Former Boston College standout Alex Took was um, asked by a hockey reporter if he would root for UMass in the Frozen Four, because I believe Alex Took is from the area. His response was, never. I will never root for UMass. Doesn't matter if it's Amherst or Lowell. I will never root for UMass. And I think there's probably lots of Boston College fans out there that think the same way, because I'm sure there's people around the country that think that because we're from Massachusetts, we're going to root for UMass. And, and most almost unanimously, you would think that most Boston College fans are going to disagree with that. So I, I thought that was a great little comment from Tuck. I wanted to, to comment on that. 
And the last piece of news was not Boston College related, but in in one sense, but more from a global perspective. There was the huge NCAA court case in, that was held in front of the Supreme Court today. There were their opening arguments where the NCAA and their the plaintiff were arguing over the appeal from the NCAA on the Alston case. If you don't know, if you haven't been following, the Alston case was held in 2020, and it basically ruled that the NCAA's member schools mutually agreed to place on what schools can provide to its athletes in in compensation are illegal. So basically it's saying that you can't cap what they are doing. This basically opened the doors for athletes to receive unlimited benefits as long as they are related in some way to education. So the NA, uh, the NCAA and uh, the plaintiffs, the Alstons, um, they argued, and I, I mean, it sounds like it could go either two ways, right? So if you were following on social media, you saw the NCAA got hammered by some of these Supreme Court justices. Clarence Thomas, uh, Alito, Amy Coney Barrett, they were all over them for this amateurism piece and the fact that they don't believe I, – I believe it was Coney Barrett that said, you know – you don't you make six billion dollars a year and you don't believe that kids should be getting six thousand dollars or something like that. And so the, they, the NCAA got really hit hard by some of these comments. But I thought what Justice Roberts said kind of could be the way that this ends. And he kind of alluded to this being a business decision and that businesses should be able to kind of handle their business on their own as long as it's not violating uh, laws. So I'm not sure where that's going to go, but this could be a big, big decision because it opens the doors for you know more money towards kids from school that schools that can't afford it going under. It could really rock the the system, and we won't know for for months though because the Supreme Court just heard opening statements and they're not going to make a ruling for three months. So it's going to be a while before we get an answer on what this means, but um, definitely check out, I, you know, I'm not a legal scholar again, I'm, you know, I'm just a podcaster who likes talking about Boston college. Um, But check out some of the articles. If you can find ones that are written by legal people, you can get a better understanding and some of the nuances because I'm not going to get into that. But I thought that was worth talking about as well because it was one of the big news stories of the day. Now, in a moment, we are going to chat about the hockey team and they are in trouble because their roster is getting rocked by changes in the team as the players are heading off to the NHL. And we're going to talk about who's leaving, who's staying, where they're at, and what this means for the Eagles moving forward. But before we do, let's chat about rockauto.com. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts manufacturers online for 20 years. All you need to do is head over to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. You name it, they have it. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The catalog, the best part, is so easy to navigate. You can just easily put in your make and model and find all the parts available for your vehicle. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. 
rockauto.com. Have you checked out Locked On today? I've been talking about this podcast for a while. Get all the sports you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at LockedOnBC. On tomorrow's show, we are going to do a mailbag, which we haven't done in a couple weeks. So if you have a question you want me to answer, make sure to email me or DM me on Twitter or whatever social media platform you use so that I can answer them on Friday. Now, on today's show, we want to talk about the hockey team who lost three more players in the last 24 hours. So last I had talked to you, Michael Hardman had signed a free agent contract with the Chicago Blackhawks and had exited. He was a sophomore, a good goal scorer, but he had not been drafted. So it was a, you know, a, a chance for him to get into the league and, and to start off, you know, in the minors and, and move his way up. Since then, Matt Boldy, who is a Hobie Baker finalist, he also has joined. Uh, he signed with the Minnesota Wild, the team that drafted him in the first round. He is going to be um, joining up with them. I think he's going to Iowa, which is their uh, AHL team. And, you know, he's a huge loss. Obviously, you know, if you watch that St. Clouds game on on Sunday, he scored that lone goal. He was, you know, the leading scorer on the team, and he's a big loss. And then so... Today, more news popped up as Spencer Knight, BC's star goalie. He's a Mark Mike Mark Richter, Mike Richter finalist for goalie of the year. He was Hockey East goalie of the year. And he, you know, if you watch Boston College hockey, you know who Spencer Knight is. He's one of the the best goalies you probably have seen Boston College have in a in a, in a while. Uh, he's going to sign with the Florida Panthers. Now, they picked him first round. I think it was 16th overall. Um, he's a big loss. Obviously, you know, some of the games where Boston College wasn't playing the best defense. I mean, we talked about it with Jack Coleman yesterday. That game against St. Cloud, if they did not have Spencer Knight, that game could have got really ugly. Um, he's an excellent goalie, and I think he's going to have a big career in the NHL. So they lost him as well. On top of that, they also lost Alex Newhook, which I think was probably, you know, Spencer Knight, I, you know, I think all, all in all, none of these are surprises. If you follow college hockey, you know, most of these kids that are um, first round draft picks in the NHL draft and all, you know, Boldy, Alex Newhook and Spencer Knight were all first round draft picks. They usually only last two years at the uh, the college level before they go and sign their NHL deals. So Newhook is going to sign with the Colorado Avalanche, uh, and Newhook's a big loss too. You know he only played partially this year because you rem- remember he had to sit out part of it because of the World Junior Championship, uh, in which he played for Team Canada uh, and lost to his teammates Matt Boldy and um, Spencer Knight. So where does this leave Boston College now? You know, if you follow BC Hockey this year, you remember their big offense came out of that sophomore line. That sophomore line was Alex Newhook, Matt Boldy, and Mike Hardman, and they're all gone. Remember, there were games where that that line itself would score two or three goals because they were just so electric. And you lose all of that 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 productivity from the Eagles. So it's a big loss there. Now, I, I some people have been asking me on Twitter, they're like, what's going on with this team? What's what's happening? Is Jerry York losing it? 
That's exactly not what's happening. Okay. Now let's let's use um, some NFL. Let's use college football as an analogy for you. You look at a team like let's just say Alabama or Georgia as an example. They bring in top level recruiting classes, right? And you get these really talented players that you know first round draft picks, blue chippers. You're in, and you, but these schools, for the most part, don't expect these players to stay. For the most part, some of these kids are going to just go as soon as their draft stock is where it needs to be. Hockey's a little different than that, but think of BC like an Alabama, right? They're going to get the top blue chip prospects because that's just what Jerry York can do. And he's going to get them in for a year or two, and they're going to head to the NHL. I mean, I just talked about Thatcher Demko a couple minutes ago. He did the exact same thing. So this is nothing to do. This is no um, indictment of Jerry York or the uh, or the state of the program. This is just how he recruits. He's recruiting these guys that are going to go. And you're going to still have players on this team. You know, Mike McLaughlin's going to return next year. You get Nikita Nezarenko. You have a, a very, uh, like every year, Jerry York doesn't, you know, he doesn't rebuild. He reloads. This is going to, this team's going to have another massive recruiting class coming in. And that's just the way this team is built. They're going to have, you know, three or four guys that are going to go in. They're going to, you know, go into the NHL draft. They're going to get drafted high and they're going to stick around for a little bit and then they're going to leave. And as we talked about earlier, that could lead to younger teams that get beat up in the tournament, but it also gives your team a lot of exposure because, you know, today the the news was just buzzing about Boston College hockey. And in all in all, it's not a negative thing. It's a positive thing. You know, you want to have talented players that want to come to your school and then get that, that learning experience under your coaching staff and then move on to the pros. So Boston College has a lot they're going to have to build off of. You know, you're not going to lose three of your top scorers. You know, if you look at at the at the stats at the end of the year, three of your six top goal scorers are gone. You lose Boldy, Hardman, and Newhook are three of your top six. So that's that's a big deal. And you're just going to have to hope that the talent that Jerry York brings in will be able to fill those roles. And on top of all of that, um, BC Interruption brought up there were two new transfers that are, are heading out as well. And I don't think of them as, as big of a deal as Spencer Knight or uh, Alex Newhook, but you lose uh, Tim Lovell and uh, Michael Caro both entered the transfer portal. You know, Lovell, I believe, was more of a role player and Caro was a senior defenseman that played in 131 games. So I think he's just going to take his extra year and try to find a new home. Uh, So good luck to him as well. So stay tuned. I mean, the BC hockey team, they're going to rebuild, you know, reload, excuse me, I shouldn't say rebuild. They're going to reload for next year and it's going to be some new names. You could hear more about Colby Ambrosia or Jack McBain. You know, there's going to be a lot of different names to watch for. Um, All you know is with Jerry York, you're going to have talent. So I wouldn't worry about that. But let's, in a moment, we're going to talk more about football, which we haven't talked about today. But before we do, let's chat about betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. With real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. 
Bet Online has you all covered for the news, scores, and odds. And all you need to do is head on over. They're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you need to use is promo code locked on. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now it's time for my favorite part of the show, talking about my friends over at Built Bar. Now at Built Bar, you are going to be able to do a little bit of March Madness fun. And all you need to do is head on over to BuiltBar.com and you can vote on today's matchup. Today's matchup for Built Bar, a amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar, is between coconut cho- chocolate chunk and cookie cookie dough. Excuse me, cookie dough. These are two of my favorites. And I have to be honest, this is for the finals. It's the last one. I, I'm not even kidding you. I have in my one snack bin, I have my cookie dough, and in the other one, I have my coconut almond chunk. And I had to pick between the two. This is so tough. Um, I'm going to go with coconut almond chunk because I've said that all along. That's going to be my favorite. So that gets my vote. Now, what do you think? If you haven't tried them yet, you need to head over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who is the next best tasting protein bar. Are you getting ready for the NFL draft? I know I am. Join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sakema and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on the 2021 NFL Draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. I have asked you, and I just want to remind you again, if you've not already, follow us on our newest platform, YouTube. Just look up BC Bulletin. That's my site, bcbulletin.com. And if you look on YouTube for BC Bulletin, you'll start to find new videos that I put up. And we're going to do chats on there. We'll do all sorts of great content that you're going to find only on YouTube. So go to youtube.com and find and find BC Bulletin. Now, in our final segment, it's going to be some more audio clips because I wanted to show you uh, and, te- and, te- and dis- have the coaches describe to you how some of the freshmen are doing. One of the biggest questions I get um, is from fans that want to know, like, hey, how is, you know, this recruit doing? How's Lewis Bond looking? How's Emmett Moorhead throwing? And as I've said before, practices are closed, so I couldn't tell you. I don't know. <laughs> I can't see it. So um, it's only the coaches that can tell you. And uh, we've had a couple press conferences this week. One was with Azar Abdul-Rahim, and the other is with Matt Applebaum. And they talk about three different players. So we'll start it off with today's guest, which was Matt Applebaum, which I didn't get because they changed the time and I was in a meeting when they changed it. Um, but they they asked him about Drew Kendall and how he is Progressing. So let's hear what Matt Applebaum had to say on Kendall. I mean, it's it's uh, imperative. I mean, really, when you look at it from the perspective of trying to push early to play, I mean, there's just you know, I was I was messing with Drew early, early before we really started spring, you know, and you know, he was like, yeah, "I'm ready, coach," you know, and I'm like, "Listen, bro, you ain't ready," you know, because no one's ready. It's impossible to be ready, you know, um, and when you get thrown into the fire. At a young age, you're like, whoa, like, uh, this is a lot different than I thought. You know, what Drew's brought to the table, um, and I don't want to give too much to a freshman, but uh, he, uh, he plays with a lot of tenacity, and um, he's very conscientious, uh, both um, in terms of improving his fundamentals and techniques and um, in terms of the scheme. 
And in a classroom setting, uh, he's able to answer and articulate a question that was answers to questions really well. Uh, he's able to take a correction and, and, and implement it quickly. So, I mean, to me, those are two really good strengths is that, start, that are great starting points for any freshman. Um, and he's certainly gotten better over the course of spring. And I think his eyes have been opened and what he needs to get better at. And he's done a great job for us. So that was offensive line coach Matt Applebaum talking about legacy offensive lineman Drew Kendall. Remember, Kendall was that four-star recruit that came in in December. It was between Boston College and Stanford, and it was a last-minute flip for Boston College to get him here. Um, And so a lot of people have been asking what he's doing, and it sounds like he's picking things up. Um, the Rich Thompson asked him if he's gonna he's gonna crack the the, the starting lineup this year, which no, uh, he's not. He's he's a guy that's gonna um, he may he may crack the two deep, but when you have five starters that have been there for years, I don't think he's gonna be um, getting a start. And of course, you know, coaches are gonna stay positive on players, but uh, when you hear that he's picking things up and that you know he's he's starting to fit right in. That's a good thing to hear. And so it sounds like Kendall is good. And, um, you know, honestly, I, I kind of joked about him starting, but I wouldn't be surprised given uh, some of the question marks in the depth chart uh, that he could end up, you know, getting in the two deep by, by the summer. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Now in the second clip, Azur Abdul Rahim, the defensive backs coach, you, you know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, my thoughts on him. He's an excellent recruiter he has he brought in some of the big names that came in with boston college none bigger than cj burton who they flipped from florida uh, uh, you know who was committed to the gators and had all these huge offers so azur abdul rahim i talked to this about a little bit but i wanted to get his direct quote so you can hear him talk because you don't really unless you sit there on youtube you're not going to listen to nine minutes of reporters asking these guys questions i wanted to kind of rip out some of the good stuff for you so you can kind of digest that so here's what azar abdul him had to say on burton and sean asbury sean asbury was the other defensive back from the dmv area who was committed to virginia tech and ended up flipping to boston college here's what he said about their um so their growth so far in practice well andy to be quite honest just from a recruiting perspective uh you know we want to have the mindset where we're going to try to out recruit players in the room you know whether we do that or not you know i think that works both ways uh the defensive back room has to be a competitive environment you know we can't have complacency in the back end because explosives happen and we all know what happens when explosives happen right explosive plays so uh, well, I think we've hit on both of these young uh, young players. They're getting a lot of reps right now. Uh, C.J. Burton is making a lot of plays. Comes in with the mentality where he's not taking a back seat to anyone. Uh, Sean Asbury is a guy that has played a lot of football in high school. He started on varsity in the ninth grade. So he came in not in awe of playing college football, which we want. Uh, he's doing a great job as well. Obviously, it's growing pains. Uh, the the missed assignments are really we put that on the staff on coaches you know experience will take care of a lot of those things but you know both of those guys have skill sets uh, athletic traits that really you see you know you really see already in uh, in our spring practices and I think they're doing a great job both of them have great great attitudes and are doing extremely well in the classroom so 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 far so and we're really happy for that as well. 
That was Azar Abdul Rahim. Uh, he's also the associate associate head coach now. Uh, he got a promotion. And so it's great to hear, you know, C.J. Burton, I saw pictures of him, and I said this earlier, he looks like he's ready to play now. And with Jeff Halfley's system and the way that he cycles guys in and out and uses a ton of defensive backs throughout a game, I would not be surprised in the least if Asbury or Clinton Burton Jr. crack the two deep, or you uh, may not even make the two deep, but end up on the field for good snaps this year. I, I could see both of them getting playing time. So I hope you enjoyed that. This you know, I wanted to like when I sit and listen to these press conferences, you can hear about them. You can listen to coaches just say the same coach speak for, you know, 75% of this, but I wanted to grab a few of the good nuggets out of it. You know, every press conference has those moments where you're like, Ooh, that's a cool thing to think to hear about. And I want to kind of deliver that to you. So as we continue through spring, I'm going to continue to go to these press conferences more often than not and ask questions. And then if there's good answers, we'll add them in a section so you can hear the good stuff and and get some of the the quotes directly from the staff. So this is AJ Black. We're going to head on out on Friday's show. Again, it's it's our our mailbag. So if you have questions, make sure you send them my way, uh, either through social media at AJ Black underscore BC or on email at bostoncollegesi at gmail.com. Again, tomorrow is Five Star Friday. If you have not done so already, head on over to Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Write a little review about why you like the podcast, and we will shout you out on the show tomorrow. This is AJ Black. Thank you all again for listening. It's been a great week, and I'm really excited uh, to, to continue it on with you guys. We're we're past 100 shows now, which is crazy. I've done 100 podcasts already um, and just started in November. But we do this every day. It's a nice 25-minute podcast, and I hope you all enjoy it as much as I enjoy doing it for you. Have a great Thursday, everyone. We'll see you all again for Friday.